Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh, yes, sir. Live from the Geico Studios where... Uh, we do have some election news to bring you, uh, Alex Tyshirt. I mean, this is this is fresh in right here from the Associated Press. Uh, can we have our uh, breaking news music? Yes. Uh, according to the Associated Press, Republican Jason Smith wins re-election to the U.S. House in Missouri's eighth congressional district. I had to go all the way to Missouri to run, uh, wow. but clearly, look, my my platform of gas and milk under two dollars uh, is is working. And so I'm going to be pretty busy the next few months. Again, I mean, it's been a busy last four years, but, uh, you know, now I get to do the show, but I got to, you know, all this political stuff. I got to figure stuff out. I got to hire smart people again. I'm just going to be busy the next few months. It's going to be difficult. Well, we'll we'll do all we can to take the load off of you. There's no question. Congratulations on your victory. 
Yes, thank hard you. Fought. It was hard I know fought. A yeah. lot of yeah. lot lot of Zoom calls and uh, mm-hmm. campaigning. Uh, the people that designed your backdrops to make it look like you were in mm-hmm. uh, those areas. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. There's no question about it. Yeah, I'd only pretended to visit to campaign. I it was it, it, I just I just put like I was behind you saw me in front of the arches every time I gave a speech. I talked a lot about McGuire in ninety eight and what a great year that was and everybody was getting behind me and you know I went greatest show on turf and I said I said Stan Cranky sucks. Let's get that chant going. Stan Cranky sucks. And, you know, it would it worked. It it worked and it, it you know, it, it really you wouldn't believe it, but it really it really makes a difference when you can point out all of those things. I mean that's all I really ran on. I ran on that. I ran the greatest show on turf. McGuire and Stan Cranky moving the team. That's it. Well, and look, we have the arcs. Not you the arches, Mc, the arcs. You mean McDowell's with the golden arcs and uh, McDonald's with the golden arches? <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, now, uh, I, I'm, now I'm going to be busy for the next few months. Uh, one people who aren't going to be busy, because we got, we got big NFL stuff to get to here. If you look back at, at some of our bold predictions so far this season is that, uh, look, it's, it's a difficult night. It's a crazy night. No one knows what to expect. The election is neck and neck, and it depends on how certain states are going to fall and states we're not going to know about being called tonight. Pennsylvania is not going to be. They're physically not going to count votes in Pennsylvania anymore. It's like, we've had it. We're done. Okay? We're going to go watch the Eagles. All right? We're, we're done. So we're not going to know for a little while, and certainly it went from, boy, Joe Biden came into tonight with a, with a huge chance to win, and, and all the different polling uh, percentages told you President Trump had a 10% chance to to win the presidency. And it was the, the equivalent of drawing an inside straight. And the one thing that we're going to go away from now, Mike, is all these polling companies are going to wind up going out of business. No one is going to trust polls anymore because it was it, the first time in 2016 here where the polls were and the polls, everything was so wrong. Well, how do you get the polls so wrong? And then the polls defended themselves saying, well, we still gave uh, 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 President Trump this chance to win and this chance to win, this chance to win. Okay. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Here they are with, oh yeah, here's where it is and here's where all the polling stands. Here's all of this and this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. And again, they were incredibly wrong. So it's, it's, I, I, I take a look at polling and I go, no one's going to get sucked in again and pay attention to anything either way on polls. It's just, it's just too much to say, you've been telling me for a long time, this is what it looks like, and then it's something completely different. And people aren't going to invest in that. No one's gonna, who's going to really care to say, hey, let's hire this polling company to do, to do some uh, polling for us? No, no, why, why, what do you need? Who, who's going to pay attention to that? Who's going to no, think you're I mean, getting an accurate You're still going to pay anymore? attention. You're just going to change what the threshold of error is. Right. And this happened for a few elections. It's within the no. uh, uh, 40% uh, 40-point margin of error, the 40-point swing. Well, but that's the point, though, right, is you're trying to figure out, and, and we talked about it four years ago, uh, the same thing of, of folks that either are not going to give you a straight answer or give you an answer at all as to where and how they voted. And that's part of the process that you have to acknowledge as it, this information, you know, parses out over the course of the evening and no matter how much you try to account for it in the model you're not getting anywhere near perfect information this isn't an easy one you you keep an eye on you know live betting uh updates as well because they're giving you a good indicator of where some of that information and news is flowing but when when you're trying to put these models together you call a hundred people like you all a thousand people whatever you can only go by the answers that they gave you right Mm mm-hmm 
You sure. can't infer. You know what? That guy sounded a little nervous, so I think he was lying. Let's put him in the undecided. <laughs> you can't do that. So, you know, people are still going to, you know, give it its just due. But like anything, right, if we put up a jackass poll about, you know, any football team or, or players or should you change the postseason or you know, put a, the pirate back on the helmets of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't know what we're going to get, but people have fun with that. And they'll probably, in a lot of cases, just take the most ridiculous one to just make you have fun. Or if you worded it poorly, they go out of their way to screw you over. Uh, we know that. And, you know, it's why, you know, it's fun to do those radio, hey, here's a hot poll question. But, you know, how, how much are you really gleaning for insight <laughs> out of that? So it's it's the yeah. same concept. You, you, you try to, to get the best information that you can, but it's always going to be imperfect. And we know the, the human heart and mind are, are subject to change on a whim. So uh, I want to call attention to something we were watching, though. Tyshirt brought, brought it to my attention last hour. Something called Slippery Stairs. Competition of kids in Orange County, California. I have no idea how old this was, but literally it was like the the scene out of old school where they're in the the tub of uh, stuff and, and wrestling, and these kids are trying to climb stairs to ring a bell. They're getting bombarded with balls and knocked down, and it, it's just insane. Uh, I, I thought it was perhaps the most entertaining sporting event I've watched all year long. I tell you, the uh, the the uh, waiver release to sign for that show must be pretty heavy. <laughs> here, just oh, sign crazy. all the way at the end of here. What? But what, what if yeah. something? I no, no. You got to <laughs> sign if you want to be on. Ah, had what could go wrong? A, <laughs> I'm all yeah, you had to up wear trying a to go up steps, and people are throwing stuff at me. No, nah, nothing's going to go wrong here. We're fine. Yeah, they're like fine. sliding down and bouncing downstairs. I'm like, who the hell's signing the release? This is like when you you, you go to the kids' school fundraiser and they want to go in the bounce house, and you have to sign in triplicate, give them a little bit of blood, uh, and, and make a deposit to make sure <laughs> that everything's right. <laughs> yeah, these guys are. Hey, that guy just swept his arm out. I think he just bounced his face off that stair, <laughs> and there he goes sliding all the way back. Like, it was just insane, and evidently right down the road, Smith. So if they do that event again, we're going to do the play. Play by play. <laughs> Twitter at How About a Fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Uh, when a train hits a vehicle at a railway crossing, the results are often deadly, so be cautious at the crossings. And if the signals are going, don't be tempted to try and sneak across the tracks, even if you don't see a train stop. Because trains can't. Brought to you by NHTSA. So part of the big thing we're doing here on the show, so we're looking back at some of the big, bold predictions we made before the season. Here we are at eight weeks in, and over the course of the rest of this week, we'll give you our bold predictions for the second half of the season. So let's look back at some of the things we said preseason that were going to happen this year. We'll start with our Super Bowl picks. Uh, I am feeling about as good as I could feel about my Super sure. Bowl picks because they are a combined 13-1. and one. Seattle... And Pittsburgh, because, you know, I picked Pittsburgh to go to the Super Bowl. I know, Bowl. I heard that. Uh, but the fact that they are 13-1 and one combined and Pittsburgh's undefeated and, and Seattle's got one loss, I'm not filled with the brimming confidence that you think I would. I feel good because I, I feel like I, I evaluated both teams. I knew how good they were going to be. But I still have a worry because both teams can lose any week. You know, not that I need to see blowouts every week like in college football when you go, okay, this team's loaded because they, you know, they just beat Pittsburgh 48-3. to They beat North Carolina 55-10. to But Pittsburgh seems to be escaping. 
and eventually the bottom of that sock drawer runs empty. And I would hope that the defense would be a little bit more dominant by now. And they're, they're certainly playing better, which is good. They didn't play that well early on. And, and, and look, what they have on offense is amazing. They have wide receivers for days. They're controlling the football as long as Ben Roethlisberger stays healthy, knock wood. But they're, they're just – they seem to be escaping. They seem to be a team that even though they're undefeated, they're not playing up to their potential yet. They should, there should be a couple of games here where it's, boy, this is a walk for Pittsburgh. I mean, this game was over at halftime. And they haven't had any of those games despite the fact they've played some teams that, quite frankly, aren't very good good so the fact that they are are doing that it makes me think you know they're gettable like look the Giants are terrible they beat them by 10 the Broncos are terrible they beat them by five Texans are terrible they beat them by a touchdown right Eagles are terrible they beat them by by nine they crush the Browns they get by the Titans which is awesome but you know they get by the Ravens which is great but still some of these games I'm like really didn't need to be that close against the Broncos and the Texans and the Giants it's great they're winning and I feel good about it but I just I, I just feel like they're still not playing at the level they're at. Gives me confidence that maybe later on in the season they get up and and they start playing their best football week 12, week 13. But so far, I think they're vulnerable. Yeah, I think when you look at the the way some of those games played out, especially the Denver game, right? That was the Jeff Driscoll game uh, where he threw a couple of touchdowns late. They were ahead, changed up their defensive strategy, and then made you sweat. And if you had picked them, you know, to beat the spread – and cover that number, yeah, no, uh, they, they screwed you because they let Driscoll go nuts down the stretch. Uh, I don't remember that one at all, uh, as you can clearly tell. Uh, but the loss of Devin Bush certainly is is concerning. But offensively, they're still working guys in a little bit more, trying to – now that Claypool has emerged, how do you work him in tandem with Juju Smith-Schuster? You still have – you know, Washington there, you've got a lot, a lot of guys uh, that you've got to feed uh, in, in that offense. And Eric Ebron, when he's on, is a, is a big target down the seam as well. So opportunities, Connor's running the football well. So I, I feel pretty good uh, about your spot. It's I think a lot of it's going to hold up to, all right, does Ben Roethlisberger's elbow hold up? Yeah, that, I mean, look, that, it's, to it's me a big is thing. probably the biggest thing of it all. Yeah, it's a big thing, and, and you hope that it does, and I have to hope that it does, and that's the big. That was the biggest diciest thing coming in. Was am I going to stick with with Roethlisberger? Right? Can I can I really expect him to be healthy? And I gambled on that he's been out for the year. He's had his body, you know, uh, get get some rest and get back in, and this will be the the last of his great years because his body is the freshest as it's ever been. But staying healthy when you're in your late thirties is a difficult thing. But you know, I, I honestly I feel better about the Steelers than I do about the Seahawks. As good as the Seahawks are, they, they you know they still have injuries at running back, and none of them can stay healthy. Mm. And Russell Wilson every week is pulling a rabbit out of his hat. And that defense, that the, the defensive backs are so terrible. Anybody can throw on them. They can play a playoff game and lose a shootout to anyone because every single quarterback they've played against, it's like man, Seahawks defense. Oh, sign me up, man. I am ready. All right. I mean, Cam Newton went from week two to boy, look how good Cam Newton is because look what he did to the, the, the Seattle Seahawks. 397 yards passing, a couple of touchdowns. Man, that was great. Now it's, oh my goodness, look how bad the Seahawks were. They gave up 400 yards passing right. to Cam Newton. But every game is like that. Even a game that should have been a runaway, right? They're up big against the 49ers. Nick Mullins comes off the bench and makes it a close game at the end. 
Any yeah. team that can put up points, you can beat the Seahawks. The Vikings almost did it. The Dolphins almost did it. The Cowboys almost did it. The fa- any team, because and there's no one riding to the rescue for that defense. They were good with Jamal Adams. They've stunk without Jamal. They, they, were, they were bad with Jamal Adams. They were bad without Jamal Adams. That's the team I worry about more because that, that's the one that you get. You Kyler Murray, anybody else can get hot, and it's a question of who has the football last. If it ain't Russell Wilson, you can lose that game. So not so. They, both teams more vulnerability, but I'm a little bit more worried about the Seahawks than I am the Steelers. Yeah, I, I, my two picks were the Ravens and the Buccaneers. We You're feeling good Jason too, Cole. man. Feeling good, eleven and four overall. The the Ravens. It's it's the question of will Lamar Jackson ever be able to get over on Pittsburgh? Right, they've owned him. Fifteen regular season turnovers the last two years. Eight of them against Pittsburgh, uh, two on fumbles this last time out, right? One, you know, the, hey, I'm making a play and just kind of bounce it out uh, as you're running. So it, that that's the big question. The downfield passing game is interesting. Wish they would have made a, an acquisition to give them another tight end along Mark with Mark Andrews, perhaps. Uh, something that worked for them really well last year. You look at uh, the running back situation. J.K. Doppins is going to be the guy uh, and everything that they had hoped when they drafted him. Uh, Ingram will eventually get back in the mix, and you know I support anytime Gus the Bus Edwards can get himself into double-digit carries. But I, I think Lamar Jackson, you're going to see him carry the ball a lot. We talked with Jason Locke and Fora about that yesterday. And it goes back to Harbaugh's comments before last season when people were asking him, you know, is he going to run a lot? And everybody lost their mind going, oh, you can't do that to the guy. I'm like, that, if that's the player he is and it gives you the best chance to win, yes, that's how you run your offense. So I think we'll see more of that uh, try to slow down what Pittsburgh brings to the table. And then Marquise Brown chirping about needing the ball. Uh, I like that. Maybe they they go back and they take a look at missed opportunities downfield uh, because perhaps Lamar's taken off and they've got to figure out that timing. On the other side with Tampa, we've talked about it a ton. You bring in Antonio Brown, as long as he gets fed a little bit, you know, it's just a matter of do you have enough footballs to go around when everybody's healthy. Uh, I'd love to see Ronald Jones catch a ball without going to his knees uh, after (laughs) securing it. But, you know, that's whatever. As long as he makes the catch, I guess it moves on. But he and Fournette, a a formidable one-two. I just worry about that offensive line, right? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. A little bit because Between, you saw last even last night the, yeah. the Giants defense is okay it's not great and they caused Brady a lot of problems he looked very uncomfortable in the pocket most of the night yeah you know it, it was funny because there were a couple of plays where it wasn't even that there was pressure it was just the jumping up into the sight line to where it just felt like it was hurrying things up right and then you you get the ball out quickly as you always talk about his people being at his feet he's going to throw it low and and he did and he you know guys are are getting used to that right the guys in New England knew that was the case so they'd learn to adjust routes cut off routes and come back to the ball knowing it might be low we'll see more of that with Tampa you know Scotty Miller left a couple of big opportunities and I got to give him credit you know as I did on last night's show the Giants showed uh, you know how to defend this these guys have their tells like you're playing poker in terms of setting up for the receipt of the ball perhaps a little earlier than they need to which allows you to even if you're beaten you're allowed to throw your arm up and get a hand on the ball 
and I'm not even talking about the two-point conversion. Just in general, there were three, four plays <laughs> over the course of the night where you had the receiver open and then uh, just failed to execute because of the defensive backs getting their arm in. So timing with Brady will continue to get better. And so long as the offensive line holds down on penalties, uh, they're going to make a run. You know, this Sunday is going to be one hell of a contest. I, I don't has, has Brady ever lost both to, both matchups to a division rival? Did that ever happen in the East? Uh, I don't think – not in one season. I don't I, – even, even yeah, in his – Yeah, so you got the potential first year, right? Yeah. Yeah, could be. Now, he may have lost – I really want to say this. He may have lost in 2001 when he took over – because the first game he lost, he didn't start. He came in for Bledsoe at the end, and the Jets won. I don't know if the Jets beat him uh, later on in that year in 2000. But I have to look it back. But I think that's the only time that might have happened. Yeah, so Sunday Jets, night yo. football. Jets, yeah. Yo. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. What are you doing this Friday and Saturday? Because you're going to want to clear your schedule to catch the best thoroughbreds from around the world compete in the Breeders' Cup World Championships live from Keeneland Racecourse in Lexington, Kentucky. It's the biggest international horse racing event of the year, featuring 14 championship races worth $31 million in purses and awards. It's a two-day celebration of the sport of horse racing that culminates in the running of the $6 million Breeders' Cup Classic. This year's Breeders' Cup promises legendary performances and epic payouts, and you won't want to miss a single minute of the action. Some of the most thrilling moments in racing history have taken place at the Breeders' Cup. Who can forget Zenyatta in 2009, American Pharaoh in 2015? Who's going to be making history this year? What unforgettable moments are we going to be talking about years from now when we think of the 2020 Breeders' Cup? You've got to tune in to find out. Learn more about the Breeders' Cup World Championships at breederscup.com slash 2020. That's breederscup.com slash 2020. Catch all the action live starting this Friday, November 6th. Well, coming up next, I have an, an election day confession that I've held on to for most of my life, I need to say. Plus, guess who's coming back to the NFL this Sunday? I'm very, very excited about it. Again, it's not T-shirt. Stop with the T-shirt. How huge would that be? That would be pretty big news. But it is not Tim Tebow. I'm so excited. You can be excited. It's coming up next, Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I'm an ass man. Live from the Geico Studios where it looks like we're going to go to bed tonight, not even with an idea who the president's going to be, as it looks like the big states of Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, a couple of others, Georgia as well, aren't going to finish their counting until more ballots come in and and overnight it's expected to take uh, Pennsylvania to finish their uh, counting and Wisconsin as well. So it's going to be one of those things where we go to bed, wake up, and then we find out what happens. Kind of like it used to be. Like when I would, you go to bed when you were younger and your parents would make you go to bed at like halftime of the Monday night football game and you go, oh, it's 10-7 Dallas. And then you see the final score is like 35-34. You go, what happened? I missed all the good stuff because I had to go to bed. And you're <laughs> reading the box score going, oh, look at that thing. Three touchdowns in the third quarter. I can't tell you how many games I watched the first half of going, okay, I know everything about this game. This is great. Oh, it's 13-10 or it's you know it's 9-6. And final score, 28-27. The Giants pull it out. Of, I'm like, I, I missed all the best parts of the game. That's when I knew from a very young age, I don't need to watch the first half of football games. I got to watch the second half. I can't because I go to bed at halftime and I, I feel like I, I don't know any of the story and I got to wake up the next day and figure it out. Second half of games, the fourth quarter of an NBA game, all of those things you missed and you woke up in the morning. Hopefully there was a newspaper waiting for you. Otherwise, sometimes you'd have a quick cut in during the Bozo show. 
Mm-hmm. That's right. I'm aging myself as you a are. young boy in Chicago watching the Bozo Show, waiting on my you know, Tuesday morning Transformers, my Wednesday morning Batman, little snippets of an episode, and then they'd give me a little bit of news, the weather, and if it was wintertime... Damn right, you were waiting for the scrawl. Are we all? Are we closed today? Are we closed today? No. Get your <laughs> butt ready for school. Keep moving. Twitter right now about a fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. Now, before we get back into the NFL and and, and the big debut we're going to get on Sunday, I, I gotta I gotta have my own election day confession here. I was okay. elected president of my second grade class. Second now, grade. Second grade, second grade. I never, I've never told this story, and I feel bad about it, and it makes me feel like I missed my calling. So in second grade, I ran against my best friend, who was a Juan Ki Kim was his name. Really nice kid. We were best friends. We ran for president against each other. And uh, beginning of the year comes, and we, we run to president against And he says to me, on voting day, we all go, went into the big closet, and we, we cast our vote, and we dropped into the piece, and we dropped into the thing. And he said to me, hey, let's do something. I said, what? He goes, you vote for me, and I'll vote for you. And I said, okay, yeah, let's do that. Okay. So he oh, goes in first. this guy over. He, he goes in first. He comes out and says, I voted for you. I said, okay, great. I went in. I wrote my name down and dropped it in. Yeah! <laughs> I voted for myself. I came out. He said, I said, I voted for you. And then I, <laughs> so I just lied to him. He was my best friend. I lied to him. Wow. But I wanted to win, and I was happy because I won by more than one vote. Like, if I had only yeah, won by one vote. Yeah, but then you destroyed this guy's uh, self-confidence in his I'm, life. And you, I'm, I mean, what's he doing now? No, no, no. Well, here's the thing is that you had the election and the winner was the president for the first half of the year. And if you came in second, you're the president for the second half of the year. Well, that's so he still stupid. got, But he actually took over early for me because I switched schools in the middle of my uh, <laughs> second grade year. So he actually took over early. So I, I thought I you were going to say you left the office in disgrace no, after they caught you eating paste I was, in the back of the classroom. I, I stole milk from the lunchroom one too many times, and the cafeteria lady you stole all the chocolate milk, and everybody she was her, salty. She threw her hairnet over me and then threw me in the principal's office. No, 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 I, I left because my aunt, who used to pick me up and take me to school, said I can't do it anymore. And I'm like, it's five minutes from the house. She wouldn't do it anymore, so I, I went to a different school. So I left middle of second grade. One of those things, not to get too dark on you, but I always wonder, boy, if I had, if I had stayed in that school, because that was where all my friends were, all the well, teachers Well, you were running me, stuff, obviously. Everything else. I was a president, man. I was a big deal. People came to me for things. I was selling cigarettes when I was, I'm like, how many do you need? You got to bring money No, tomorrow. it's okay. Sure. It's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's like, who said it's okay? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goodfellas flashbacks. What do you <laughs> need? Jason I got, Smith. I got. I opened. I need? opened up a truck here. It is. It's some Mott's apple juice. Here, I got some apple. <laughs> I got some applesauce. Here's some glue. What do you need? I got a stapler in the back, but I only got one. You're gonna. You got the money? All right, I got it for you. All right. No, wait, wait. Here comes the principal. Close it up. Close it up. That would have been me. Nice. Uh, t- Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Uh, coming up in 90 seconds. Yes, we got a brand new star re-debuting in the NFL on Sunday. What to expect? We'll tell you. But first. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. So uh, Sunday in the NFL, we are going to get the re-debut of Antonio Brown, who's going to play Sunday against the Saints. The Buccaneers officially activating him from the suspended list on Tuesday. What kind of role is he going to have? Bruce Arian said it could be 10 plays, it could be 35 plays. I wouldn't anticipate 60 plays for sure, but we'll just see how it goes. 
So what to expect? Uh, you know, he's one of those rare guys that – look, now he's back in the NFL, and we can talk about should he be back, should he not. We've talked about that to death. The guy's coming back. So now we're going to see something on Sunday mm-hmm. he's going to play. I expect to see a really good Antonio Brown. I don't expect to see what he was uh, yet because you, you, as much of a workout warrior as you can be and a guy who keeps himself in shape and, and you've heard all the stories about how hard he works, right? he's ready, he's ready to play. I don't think you'll see exactly what he was, but I think you'll see something really close because he's still young enough to be that good. When he left, he was the best receiver in the game. He wasn't Des Bryant at the end of some disappointing time with the Cowboys trying to hang on with the Baltimore Ravens. You know, we conflate A.B. and Des, and, and real, there's so much difference between them. Antonio Brown is, is better on his worst day, is better than Des Bryant on his best day. So I expect to see a really good Antonio Brown. I expect to see him fit right into the offense. I, I don't think... I think you're going to see Tom Brady having a tough time finding him and this Bucks offense for however long they have AB and it could be a week it could be two it could be a month however long they have him things will be okay and that but that's always the big thing how long is Antonio Brown going to stick around the Tampa Bay Buccaneers but on the field I don't think it's going to be very long I think he'll get right in and he will make that team even more dangerous right away. Just remember how quickly, I mean, he had a touchdown in that first game with the Patriots. Obviously ran the wrong route on another play, but he and Tom Brady, I mean, look, he's living at his house for crying out loud. You got to watch another movie? Get out here and catch some more passes. So, you know, they're they're out throwing the ball around the yard uh, quite a bit. All right, Giselle, you stand in. Pretend that you are Lattimore. All right, ready? Remember what I showed you that he does in terms of his one-on-one coverage? Yeah, so you've got that flowing into Sunday's game. I think with Brown, you know, we've watched the evolution of this team through the first half of the season and how it took Gronkowski a couple of weeks to become more involved in the passing game. Right early on as a blocker, people going, wow, he blocks? Yes, it's just like the George Kittle thing. These guys actually could block. Just those don't make the highlights generally. They're not pointed out. But <laughs> Gronkowski now a, a more of a factor in the pay, uh, in the Patriots in the Tampa Bay sure, offense. Sure, that's and I okay. Think that's all right. It, it all it all conflates because they're all together. They're all reunited, just in a new uniform. But when when we've watched the this move forward right they've been in and out of the lineup both Evans and Godwin so creating opportunities for other receivers this week Brady had connections with nine different guys uh in in the Monday night game so I I would suspect that you'll see five to seven maybe a few more targets right away try to get him involved early uh, see how they, the Saints attempt to match up. That's where this could get really fun uh, as to who they decide to, to try to get to stick with him. And for for he and Brady, again, I, I think they've been throwing this whole time. I would be surprised if, he's gonna if be you living, could find Zapruder film for going back months. If he's going to be living in, in Tom Brady's house, that's a, that's a longer time for uh, for him to stay with the team. Because really, can't, I mean, if you're living with a guy, I mean, you you really have to – you owe that person so much if you're going to stay at yes. my house while we're going to play. I mean, right. I, I You don't have know. to hope that – that he understands that, right? Because this is his last turn. Yeah. Like they still have all that legal stuff that still needs to get sorted out. Mm-hmm. But as far as the team goes, this guy's really stuck his neck and to some degree his reputation out there to bring you in. Yeah, and, and he may, you may not like the menu. 
You may not like that. Hey, what do we have for breakfast today? Well, breakfast is cucumber slices and ice cubes. Wait, what? Yes, that's what we have for breakfast. That's what we have. What about lunch? Oh, lunch is awesome, man. We have a lot of wheatgrass that we just pick from outside, and we just come in and just eat it right off the stalk. It's all with it. No pesticides or anything else. It's great. And, and, and to drink, we have water. Okay, I don't know that I'm going to like this. No, 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 it's fine. But then when it, even, if you're, even if you're feeling unfulfilled and you're starving, you put on these TB12 recovery pair. Pa- oh, you're going to feel great. Suddenly, you're not going to be hungry anymore. You're going to feel strong, and it's gonna be, you're going to be uh, refreshed. It's, uh, AB, trust me, this is the way it's going to be. And if, if that's how AB is going to be living in Tom Brady's house. Look at that. You're trying to do the whole cell job. It's mm-hmm. like you've scripted out the first episode of a sitcom. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know that I could live in Brady's house and eat. I mean, really, because you know they don't have anything in there that anything remotely resembling sugar. And you need some kind of sugar. I need something there. But you know, the, you open that refrigerator, and it's, oh, my God, what is this? What? It, this, looks like the, this looks like the refrigerator at a Whole Foods when you're going to the produce department. It, I can't find anything I really want to eat. You know, there's no, I, could never, I could never do it. Not, not that I would ever live with Brady, but I could never, I, just the food, I know right away. It's like, okay, I can't do this. It's like if you ever, you ever go to stay with a relative in the summer and you go stay with your aunt and uncle because you're at the beach for two weeks. And you're like, okay, great. And you go, you look in the refrigerator, you go, oh, there's not, none of this food that I like to eat. There, there, there's no cupcakes. There's no English muffins. There's no, there, there's no peanut butter. Wait a minute. What, what, I don't, what can I have? Oh, yeah, we might have some peanut butter in the, in the closet. Oh, great. And it's like a peanut butter that's like three years expired because she doesn't eat. I, I couldn't make it. I could not make it the food the food enough i would say i gotta go i mean i would make it more than like 20 minutes all right what do we got for a snack oh they're, they're, we, we, we don't have snacks yeah but here's the thing though in, in the brady household maybe there's a system designed to get you your maximum sleep so maybe you especially with the sleepwear you know the recovery pajamas that you'd be fitted for ah, that okay. perhaps you know you wouldn't need the sugar to get you going yeah, maybe you might you might be right about that. I didn't think I'm about that. I'm just saying part that, 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 that might be something that. that gets worked into the equation to help you. Mm-hmm. Twitter at how about a fresca might get swollen dome. The Jason Smith show with Mike Carmen live from the Geico Studios. Now I'm just envisioning myself opening up this big, great zero refrigerator and go. There's nothing in this is the biggest refrigerator in the world. There is nothing in here. There's, there's nothing there's in this sub zero at all. Three sections of kale. There's no- <laughs> Wait, there's different types of kale? What are we doing here? <laughs> oh, that's the, I'm sorry, the top one, that's the kale. We don't have that kale yet. The middle one, well, just have the bottom row kale, okay? I mean, when you really get serious, you could have the top row kale, all right? But the bottom row kale is what you want to start out with. <laughs> it's, like, it's like alcohol in a bar. You know, the higher up you go, the top shelf. You know, you, have, you can have the kale on the bottom shelf right now. You have the Sousa tequila. That's on the bottom. You, you, you get the really good tequila if you really show me you're, you're into it. Okay, then I'll get a big one. Uh, coming up next, hey, part of our big uh, night tonight is we look back at the first eight games of the NFL season. I uh, got a great game to play going to look back at some of the biggest most outrageous stats of the first half of the season play the game along with us right here you're listening to jason smith mike Harmon, fox sports radio be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio app if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. And uh, part of our show tonight, look, it's election night and it's a really weird night and it looks like we're going to wind up going to bed and waking up in the morning and having a better idea who's elected president. Uh, you know, part of tonight is is you keeping an eye on what's going on and always keeping you updated on that. But also, look, our business is sports and uh, we do it really well. So we're going to 
spend a couple minutes tonight here taking a look back at what we've said about the first half of the NFL season and looking ahead at the second half. One of the things we're doing is uh, something I look forward to every year. We do it a couple of times every year. The the midseason, end of season, impossible stat quiz. So uh, we got Ralph Irvin's going to play, Mike, Mike Harmon. I have all the yeah. stats, stuff I want to throw out there. And these aren't your, who's thrown the most touchdowns? It's all stuff that you go, oh boy, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Uh, uh, that we have ready to go. So I'm going to throw the questions out there. You guys are going to answer. Mike, I know you're ready. Are you ready? Locked and loaded. Let's go. All right. Uh, Ralph Irvin, are you ready? Thanks for the heavy notice, but uh, yeah, I'm ready. Wow. Well, you did okay. say you were going to give me more notice this you time. Really, you really would be the worst game Diva. show contestant in history. <laughs> Come on down, Ralph Irvin. I would, would, I would be like Sean Connery. <laughs> On Jeopardy, as it was done on Saturday Night Live years ago. That's, that's too soon. That's too soon. It's too soon, bro. Too soon, man. That's too soon. Although, can I give you this? You ready for this one? I've been. This is one thing in, in, in tribute. You ready for this? Knock, knock. Who's there? Dishes. Dishes who? Dishes Sean Connery. No. Well, there you, <laughs> there you go. go huh? Isn't that a good one? Well, Isn't that well. a good one? That's almost as good as my Gronk joke. It's too soon. Wow. Uh, okay. Well, it's, we're, we're celebrating the life of Sean Connery. We meet again, Trebek. All right, so here we go. First question. Who has the lowest quarterback rating among players who've started at least four games? All right, so people started at least half the first half of the season. Lowest quarterback uh, rating among s- players who have started at least four games. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. It flipped from last week when it was Drew Locke. Now, after Drew Locke's big week against the Chargers, sorry, Frostburg, Sam Darnold owns the worst quarterback rating among starters, 65.9. Or Can't miss prospect. Basically what my average was in, in high school in science. Uh, well, hey, no, he, succeed he, and proceed. He's got a rating of There's 65. There's no way this guy can't succeed. <laughs> too big to fail. It's too big to fail. Um, how many punt returns for touchdowns have there been this season? Two. Zero. Oh, it is right in the middle. Yep. On Sunday, the Dolphins. Jakeem Grant returned a punt oh, for a yeah, touchdown yeah, yeah. against Off the Johnny Rams. Duh. That was the first punt return for a touchdown all season. First punt return for a I touchdown. I just went for the hot take and screwed it up. Because remember, no, that's okay. the Bears, when we watched the Bears on Monday night, there was mm-hmm. like a cloak of invisibility uh, or, or a force field around the ball to where they couldn't go near it as punt returners. What team leads the NFL in fewest turnovers? Who has turned the ball over the fewest times with three? Titans. Three turnovers. Steelers. The Jets. Have, no, of course not. No. Uh, the Green Bay Packers. Three ah, turnovers, a lot of which actually, them. you know, that's a, the Packers are always a good guess because look, Aaron Rodgers just doesn't throw interceptions. True. So I would always something True. with few turnovers. I was always he does against the, the Bucks. Well, yeah, he does there. But all right, so one team in you know in in fifteen years, it's the one team he throws it to. Uh, what team has committed the most turnovers with eighteen? Uh the I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Eagles. I'll give you a hint. It is not the Jets. <laughs> Shockingly, it is not the Jets. The New York Giants. It is, in fact, the Dallas Cowboys. I was right uh, the first very time. Very nice with 18, yep. Ralph Irvin. All right, you guys want one more? 
One powered more. by Zeke Elliott again. There you go. <laughs> All right. There's two running backs who are averaging over six yards per carry so far this season with a minimum of 45 attempts, not just a guy that's run the ball a couple of times. So 45 attempts, two running backs averaging over six yards per carry. Who are they? 45 attempts, huh? So that's a you know, decent amount. You're getting you know, a handful yeah. per game. You get between eight and ten per game. Is Dalvin Cook with all the uh, big yardage that he's got? <laughs> Dalvin Cook, good guess. One is averaging 6.4 6. yards per carry. One is averaging 6.1 yards per carry. I'm going off the board. Okay. All right. I want to say a quarterback. Except the question was, what two running backs oh, are averaging okay. over six yards per carry? It was a good try, I, though. I, was thinking, I, I just was thinking it's one of those Lamar Jackson would slide in there. Ah, um, Here's a hit. One of them had a big, long touchdown run on Sunday. The other one has really been under the radar uh, with over six yards per carry. One had a big, long run on Sunday, and the other one under the radar in the NFC because he plays for a really bad team. Um, long run Sunday, and it wasn't. Dalvin Cook, uh, um, oh, Lindsey. Philip Lindsey, very good. 6.4 yards per carry. The other one, Miles Sanders at oh, 6.1 yards per carry. Two guys. Six hey, yards come per back. Carry. My fantasy team needs you. <laughs> we got more NFL and another Election Day confession next on Fox. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball. From Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.